Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Hey guys, it's Damien here from School of Attraction. And today I want to talk to you about how to build sexual tension with a woman. Now, last week I made a video about the critical difference between sexual tension and sexual escalation because they definitely shouldn't be the same thing. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check that out before watching today. But let's get started and talk about sexual tension. Now, the first thing I need to say about sexual tension is that sexual tension is not building attraction. Okay, so in order to be able to build sexual tension with a woman, she has to already be attracted to you. If you're wondering how to build attraction, how to make someone attracted to you, that would be a different video. And I've got lots of videos on that kind of topic. But today it's about if you, you, you know she already likes you, even if it's just a little bit, but she's interested in you and you want to know how to create lots of sexual tension with her and make her really, really want you sexually. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you've ever watched a romantic comedy before, or if you've seen pretty much any sitcom made ever, you'll know that one of the favorite plot devices that's, that's, that's made by the writers is the will-they-won't-they they dynamic. And that's when you've got a man and a woman, and you know that they'd be a great match, and you know that they should totally date, and you'd like to see what happens if they get it on, and you don't know what's going to happen. There's always lots of little moments where it's about to happen, but it doesn't. You know, you think they're going to kiss, but they don't, or they get interrupted, or something goes on. It's, it's that thing, right? And female viewers, especially the, the uh, sorry, the viewers, but especially the female viewers, really lap up that will-they-won't-they they dynamic. A lot of male viewers like myself and quite possibly you just find it dumb and frustrating. Um, but women really love that. Now, the will they, won't they is really something that sits at the core of the idea of sexual tension. Because sexual tension is really creating a massive desire for something that she does not know whether she will or won't get. And while it isn't, um, it isn't, critical, like for example, you could still have sexual tension when she knows sex is going to occur. It really forms, it, it finds its role in a lot of the, the strategies that I'm going to show you today and talk about to build sexual tension. So I want you to have that little idea in your head. Will they or won't they? Because if she's feeling that, um, you know, then she starts to feel a lot more roused. And a lot of guys ruin their sexual tension in dating by just making it too obvious he's trying to get into her into bed and too eager. That's why a lot of women lose interest really quickly because it's just not that exciting if it's so obvious it's going to happen. Now, there are a million different ways to create sexual tension, way more than I could ever talk about in this video. So what I'm going to do is I've decided to compile a list of things that I teach to a lot of my clients, as well as things that I probably use myself in interactions with women. And so these are the things that are tried and tested, but this is by no means exhaustive. Uh, so if you do think of things that I haven't written in this list, talk about it in the comments below, and it can be a bit educational for the guys to read through the comments as well. But let's get started. The first, and often I think the easiest way to start to create some tension is with what I call intimate but not sexual touch. So there are a few ways that I'll do this, right? Because what you're wanting to do is to have reasons why you're touching her in a way that could feel very intimate but isn't directly intended to be. 
So jewelry is a really easy way to think about this. Uh, if you're talking to a woman and you notice that she has interesting bracelets on, right, or an interesting ring, you can you can look at it for a second and say, hey, that's a really interesting ring. Is there a story behind that? And she'll talk about it. And you go, can I have a look at it? What you do is you grab her hand and you hold her hand so your hand's on her because this part that underneath of the wrist is a very sensitive area. You grab that gently with your hand and have a look at the ring, have a look at the bracelets. So you're creating this um, slightly intimate touch. Um, around something that's not f for a reason that isn't sexual in itself and it's not because you're trying to hide the fact that you're touching her or find the some sneaky way to touch her it's because it helps to create this will they won't they right is he touching me now because he's just interested in the bracelet or is he looking for a reason to touch me right it's that will they won't they vibe that creating so uh, there's a couple of others that i like that are even more intimate for example a necklace so she's wearing a really nice necklace or an interesting necklace you can ask to have a look and you can you know come in close and you're holding the necklace your hands are right here near her chest you're not trying to actually touch her uh, sexual but you know you're coming in close you're touching her in the chest area which is still quite an intimate area another one which is really great it's one of my personal favorites is earrings she's wearing interesting earrings you comment on it, you have a look because what you can do is go hey can I have a closer look and she'll kind of turn her head and what you can do is brush her, her hair away so you can get a close look and that act of you know brushing her hair away gently and getting in close close to her neck because her head's tilted to the side that that moment can be quite sexually charged um, without being you doing or saying anything directly sexual in that moment so these little innocuous touches uh, around jewelry can be great another time another instance where I might do this type of um, uh, touch is if I need to move her. So someone's trying to get past her in a bar or uh, I'm trying to get past her in a bar or uh, these little moments where you might, might want to move her around or tell her to watch out for something. Um, you know, or you're waiting at a bar to get a drink together and she needs to move forwards in the line and she's not looking that way. What I'll do um, is I will actually touch her um, her, her, her waist, her hips, right? And guide her that way. So I'm not trying to be like, get all handsy or anything. I'm just gently hands on the hips. That's a very much more sensitive area than shoulders or back, just pushing her. I'll just guide her this way. And again, it's that very slightly sensual touch, but you're not necessarily crossing any massive boundaries. And again, with all of these, if you see, if you do any of these things and she reacts strangely, like she's uncomfortable with it, you don't keep doing it, right? You pull back. Um, because with all of these examples of sexual tension building, if she's not comfortable with them, it is your sign that I have to slow down here. Or maybe there is an attraction you thought there was, or she's a little bit more conservative and, you know, you need to just be a little bit careful. So taking it slow, watching if she likes it, if she gets into it, or if she doesn't say anything at all and she goes along with it, that's fine. The next thing that I find to be really great for being for building sexual tension is to comment on the way that she smells because smell is a very um, primal thing. There's something that's very sexual about someone smelling us, right? So, for example, if you're you know pulling back a hair to have a look at the earrings and it's clear that you're pretty sure she likes you at that moment you could go and like lean in a little bit more and smell her neck like not like like uncomfortably close but you know maybe you get maybe sort of that far away from her neck you go in you have it you just sniff and go wow you smell really amazing um that moment is very there's something quite sexual about smell and, and we're all aware of it and so her being smelled being sniffed gently is a very sexual thing and if you think that it's not just imagine imagine um some woman coming along that you are absolutely not attracted to like she's as far as you're concerned she's your version of ugly and she comes up and starts sniffing your neck right how creepy slash violating would that feel as opposed to a, a woman you're really highly attracted to coming in and sniffing your neck right being sniffed especially around here it's a very sensitive area um 
that there's something very subtly sexual about that. So yeah, commenting on the way a woman smells. And the great thing about commenting on the way a woman smells is just because she smells good doesn't mean you're physically interested in her. So again, it's this will they, won't they dynamic. He gave me this compliment. It felt very sexual. It made me feel aroused. But did he say it just because he likes the smell or because he's interested in me? <laughs> right? Um, so it's not meant to be a manipulation. Remember, this is meant to be a bit of a playful game. Think of this from a playful mindset. I'll talk about that more later. It's not meant to be manipulative or coercive or controlling. It's a game that she knows or that you are both playing together. The next strategy that I often give to my clients, and this is one that I use myself. I haven't seen anyone else talk about it before. I can't say that I invented it. I mean, I did for myself, but I can't say I'm the first person to ever do this. But I've learned to really enjoy awkward silences. So when an awkward silence comes along, a lot of guys get all kind of weird and fidgety and ah, oh, oh, they look around. And I've learned to really enjoy awkward silence. So, so when a silence, a gap in conversation comes along and I can't think of anything next to talk about, what I'll often do is use that moment to give her really strong eye contact. And in that moment, I might also give her like a cheeky smile, right? And one step further than that, and this is a thing that I certainly do when I know, or there's already been some banter, especially between us, a little bit of flirting. If that's already gone on, I'm pretty sure she's interested in me. I'll allow that silence. I'll just give her the eye contact. And I might just look her up and down and smile in a cheeky way. Like, uh-huh, you just saw me check you out for a moment there. Um, and that sometimes can elicit a laugh. It can sometimes make her like not uncomfortable in the bad way, but like, oh, I just got checked out and now I feel a little bit, I don't know what to do with it, right? It could be that kind of response. And then and then what I do is then I move on with the conversation, right? So I just allow this moment when the awkward, awkward silence comes along. And I, for me, it's not awkward. I, I use it to my advantage when the, we're already in that situation, right? It's the letting her feel that you just checked her out is, is, is a powerful little sexual tension moment, right? And again, you break that tension and go elsewhere again with the conversation. So you're just giving a little taste of what could be going through his head without trying to make something happen. So the fourth item on my list is probably my personal biggest. And I think that if I think about my own way of creating sexual tension, this is by far the thing that I personally do the most. It doesn't mean that you have to, but it, it, it I love this. And really, this is about... Um, talking about sex. So how do we talk about sex? That's way easier said than done for most guys. Well, um, this can be a few different things. One, it could be um, telling a, a story that's sexual in nature, right? And funny. Because if you've got a funny story to tell, you can you can bring it up at any point in a conversation. Anytime the conversation lulls, go, oh my God, I was here last week and dot, 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 right? Oh my God, my friend just got back from Thailand and dot, 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 dot. So I'll tell this funny sexual story. Um, you know, I, I might tell a story about my friend who was in Malaysia, texting me about this hot woman he picked up. They're getting it on. They're getting all, he's texting me about how amazing her boobs are and all this stuff. And and then he just stops texting randomly and he, he just doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Even when he gets back, he's really coy. I'm like, dude, just tell me what went on and turns out like they're making out in the stairs in the corner of a club and he reaches up her skirt and there's a penis there it's a lady boy as it turns out and he's really embarrassed about it all it's a funny story and i tell it um now i'm telling this story now what's great is it's sexual in nature so now we're crossing the rubicon of general polite conversation and and, and talking about something that's sexual and funny right funny is good because funny is the reason to tell the story you're not just one minute we're talking about her puppy cuddles and the next minute I'm talking about my friend sleeping with ladyboys. No, it's like, it's, it's a funny story. That's why I'm telling it or I'd think to tell it. But what's good about that is you're now, you're now talking about the topic of sex, right? And so you'll find that the second the topic of sex comes up in conversation, the, 
the vibe, the energy in the interaction changes. It changes every time. And it's a really nice change. It's a really cool shift in vibe that occurs. Uh, and when that happens, right, that's, 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 that's changing the energy level that does not go back anymore. But what I like to do is I like to extend the conversation. So I'll talk about how I might extend that funny story in a second. But other things we can do that I'll also tell you about is I like to talk about sex. I like to have conversations around like sexuality, masculinity, femininity, um, you know, the, the way that people feel shame around sex and shouldn't. Uh, around, you know, I might have a conversation around, you know, are humans naturally monogamous or aren't they? And what do we think about that? And I tend to try to have these conversations with women, sometimes on a first date, sometimes in a bar, because um, my strategy, I tend to have more deep conversations than a lot of guys have. I'm not saying you need to, but these conversation topics around sex, they change the dynamic of how we interact with people, uh, as I mentioned before. And so that really, the, the, the telling a sexual story for me dovetails neatly into the next tip that I give, which is banter. Banter is always important, but sexual banter, right? Um, teasing her or being playful around the topic of sex could be really powerful. And how would I do that with a funny sexual story? I like funny sexual stories the best. So here's an example. If I'm talking about my friend who, you know, went to, 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 to Malaysia, picked up a ladyboy by example, got all coy, didn't want to talk about it anymore. And, you know, and she's like, oh, my God, that poor guy, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and then I can say to her, well, okay, hypothetical. Imagine this happens, right? Imagine we're talking at the bar, you know, we're clicking. There's all this sexual tension in the air. And, you know, and, 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 and I ask you home. And you're like, all right, this guy's pretty awesome. I'm going to go home with him. You guys, we go home together. We're like making out. There's all this tension in the air. We're all like getting kind of excited. You're getting all hot and bothered. You know, you're like, I've been like, like gently nibbling your neck and you're like, come on, get on with it already. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, and, and finally I start to undress you and you start to undress me and you're like, oh God, I just want it right now. And you get my underwear off and bam, sitting there waiting for you is a beautiful shaven vagina, not the penis you're expecting, but you're all hot and bothered and ready for it. What would you do in that moment? Right. So this is kind of a funny like thing you can hear. I've made it quite sexual, but also I'm having fun with it a little bit. And in that, like she's, she's, she'll say, oh, I know I wouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Or she'll say, maybe I wouldn't. I, I knew it. I could I could tell from a distance that you'd go along with it, you kinky little bitch. Right. Um, or you saucy minx, depending on the wording on the girl, the words that you use. But I'm still making fun of it. Right. Of course, you'd go for it. Right. You seem like the type. What do you mean? What type? Nah, nothing. No, nah, it's all good. You, you're sweet. You know, and, and then we have this comment like that's kind of banter around sex. It's also making it about me and her having sex, but in this weird, wacky, hypothetical situation. And that's the thing that I do a lot, actually, is I take these stories um, and I use them to make fun of her. Another another example of a story would be, uh, you know, I was in, in the bar last week and I saw all the security rushing to the bathrooms and I thought there was a big fight breaking out. Turns out they're escorting a guy and a girl out from the bathrooms. Obviously, they've been getting it on. And it's funny to see because she's like sitting there walking with her head down, you know, doing the walk of shame, like like you see in like a current affair when they're like chasing someone out of the courtroom who's guilty. And the guy's sitting there doing the walk of pride, like, yeah, that's right. I was getting it on the bathrooms. Uh, and it's so funny to see that difference, you know, between how we feel about casual sex. Like, why should anyone care about people being promiscuous? Uh, like, why should she feel any shame? She doesn't deserve it. And that's how we start to have that conversation. And then I say, I might look at her and say, ah, oh, see, I picked you for a girl who, who knows a way around a club bathroom. Right. It's like, no, 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 I'm not that kind of girl. Right. So again, I use that as my, my conduit into banter and, and teasing, but in a sexual nature. And that, again, it creates that sexual tension in the interaction.
by the way, are you enjoying this video so far? Because I love this topic. And if you love it as much as I do, please remember to give me a thumbs up and maybe subscribe to my channel and leave a comment because all these things help me get this message out to more guys and inspire me to make more videos just like this one. The sixth thing that I'll often do, and I think it's important to note that at this point that um, I'm not trying to just do uh, layer sexual tension on top of sexual tension on top of sexual tension. So one of the things I'll often do is break sexual tension or, or change the vibe or let things get tense sexually and then me walk away from it. Because again, it's that will they, won't they, right? And they do that in sitcoms all the time as well. They create all this tension and then bam, they change it and the moment goes away. And the woman feels really frustrated, but it's kind of anticipatory frustration, right? Um, and so one of the ways that I'll sort of shut it down is it through a warning and it's it's kind of playful right it's like things kind of get intense for a moment right or we've got some sexual tension i've just done all the sexual banter or whatever it is and i'll i'll say to oh <clears throat> i better um we better change the topic or you young lady are going to get yourself into a lot of trouble and then i'll change the topic to something else right which is the which is the whole kind of you couldn't handle me uh, you don't want to know what will happen if I get too aroused. Uh, you know, dangerous, but kind of cheeky, kind of naughty, kind of, you know, I'm being the one to move away from the topic of sexuality, which can often create this feeling of, but wait, what if I want trouble, right? Like, how do you know who are you to get to say whether things are allowed to get too, too dangerous or not? Um, and sometimes women will say that directly to me, like, wait a minute, maybe I want trouble, right? And that's great if she does, but, you know, it doesn't always happen. But it's that, it's that warning of I'm getting too aroused. Now I'm going to pull back and change topics and move away. So I'm taking it away from her um, under the guise of she would get herself into trouble. And it's just this really nice little vibe of I'm protecting you from my dangerous side that women seem to really love. So my last point, which you know I've literally written down, purposely shutting down sexual moments, is really powerful. You know, I, I, something that I've done a number of times is we're in a bar or whatever, and we've had this chat and I've been like very close to her and I'll bam, rapidly change to a different topic, right? Lose the moment on purpose, take it away from her. Like, oh, there's all this, I'm feeling really good. And then eh, I'll take it away from her. It's like, wait, I was enjoying that. Um, um, and again, it's not meant to be controlling or manipulative. It's playful. I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, taking it away. Ha ha ha. Um, because women, what women's experience too often is a guy is constantly trying so hard to make it as sexual as possible all the time that she never gets a chance to want it, to desire it, to go, wait, I want it to come back, right? Which is what we as guys often feel all the time. Oh my God, you know, I hope, oh, oh she flirted with me. Maybe she'll have sex with me, right? So this will they, won't they? We feel that all the time with women because that's, that's what's happening, right? But instead what we're doing is we're flipping that script a little bit and give, letting them feel that desire. Though, wait, I, I want that to keep happening. Letting them feel that, right? So oftentimes, like, you know, the example, maybe the hair pull back, looking the finger. Wow, you smell amazing, right? Damn. Anyway, I reckon we should get another drink. What do you reckon? Blah, 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 right? <laughs> Change the topic, bam, pull it away from her. Um, don't let the moment drag on too long. And yeah, that on off is that really gentle push pull that creates so much sexual tension, but it creates a lot of like sexual dynamic right? and desire, right? Because she gets to feel it taken away and then feel the loss and feel the longing and the wanting for that attention, for that validation, for that, right? All that stuff. And so that's that gentle, playful push and pull. One other thing I want to say about taking sex away from her at the last minute, something that I've never really been involved with, but I've heard from female friends, like who've had it done to them, 
uh, and 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 guys who have tried it is taking sex off the table. So I've I've heard of it done before, where a guy's like, "Come over to my place, we'll watch a movie or whatever," and they'll say to her, "But no sexual shenanigans, all right? I try to be a gentleman in the beginning." And now she's like, "Wait." Is he really serious about that no sexual shenanigans? Or is he just being playful? What's going on there? It's, again, the will they, won't they? And you're taking it away from her a little bit. And I've, I know a number of female friends were like, a guy taking that off the table from me, that that is really a turn on. That makes me want him so much more. So that's a perfect example of taking it away from them and letting, giving them space to want it and crave it. And so, again, I just want to reiterate, this is not me trying to manipulate a woman, right? It's me playing the game of sexual tension. Think of it like foreplay, right? So foreplay is a similar thing. The act of sexual foreplay, like if you're on a bed and you're not going to have sex yet, but you're just building things up. The act of foreplay is the act of teasing, right? Giving and taking away. Letting them really want it and go, yeah, <laughs> not yet. Um, it's the same thing, but you're doing it verbally in like away from the bedroom, presumably. Um, and so you're doing that same thing, right? You're giving her verbal foreplay and getting her worked up with the giving and taking away, giving the idea, taking it away, right? It's not a form of manipulation because I don't like the idea of trying to manipulate anything, right? She doesn't like it. She'll let you know. She'll not play along, blah, 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 blah. If she's not attracted, it's not going to happen. Sexual tension is not going <laughs> to magically appear out of nowhere. And yes, sometimes she can be just ready to go. You can be in a bar and there's a girl who's drunk and she's like all over you. And yeah, okay, you don't have to work so hard on the sexual attention if you're already there. And clearly guys who are like super attractive, yada, 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 they don't have to work on the sexual attention stuff because they've already got so much value built into them. And a lot of women are like, oh, I don't get to meet many hot guys like this very often. And the tension's already through the roof and fine. Okay, but most of us aren't like that. So we have to build it a little bit in another way. The last thing I want to say about sexual tension, because it's it's actually one of my favorite things about dating is building that sexual tension. I love it. I love foreplay too, actually. I love creating so much desire for each other that it's like when you have sex, it's just hungry, ravaging, right? That's what I like. Uh, that's hot. Um, not when I feel like I've tried to push her into it and just kind of like, okay, yeah, let's have sex. Like I wanted to like, oh, I really want this. And that feels good. Um But it's also a bit of a screening process, which is good because... Um, if, if, if you do some of these things and she doesn't play along, I think that's the best way to put it. She doesn't play along. She backs off. She gets a little bit cautious. Drop it. Stop trying to build sexual tension. She may not be attracted to you. She may be, uh, I think, more conservative is maybe a way to put it. And she wants to progress slowly, which is all perfectly reasonable. Um, you know, there is a time and a place for the sexual tension. And different women, different times, different places. Uh, and, and, and that's really great because you can do some of these things. You know, if you, you put her hair back to look at her, her earrings and she gets kind of takes a step back and gets a bit not good weird, right? Because there's good weirds like, oh, hee 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 right? That's okay. But if she gets weird, like kind of uncomfortable and doesn't talk a lot, watch for that and then don't keep pushing. Change topics, leave it alone and just focus on the other stuff, building rapport, ba- like regular non-sexual banter, all that kind of stuff. Rely on that instead. So it's a really good way to to gauge where she's at without doing something like randomly trying to make out with her. You know what I mean? Things that can that can really create awkwardness in the moment that's hard to recover from. So that's another reason why I'm such a big fan of building sexual tension with women. Video, uh, I know so many of you requested it from my last one. If you haven't watched that, go and check it out. As always, subscribe to my channel uh, if you want to learn more about this stuff. If there's, if there's anything, any specific area you want me to go into more, let me know. For the rest, I look forward to seeing you and my future videos. Take care. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. 
I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.